Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the Rose and Shine podcast with us, Victoria Rusolson and Josephine Roos. We are Swedish sisters and in our podcast, we explore career and well-being. So join us for inspiration and practical insights from our own international lives and careers. Good morning. This is Victoria sending from Atlanta. Good morning. This is Josephine from Mallorca in Spain. And you are not good morning. You're like, <laughs> hey, I'm looking fresh. It's afternoon. I'm having my nice Mallorca dress oh, on. That's and... true. It's been a long day already. Good afternoon from Mallorca. <laughs> <laughs> so... First of all, to all our wonderful listeners, we are so sorry that we haven't really been here lately. And the reason why we haven't been here is because we've been in transition. <laughs> yes, it's been summer holiday. It's been transition. It's been moving. It's been, yeah, relaxation and, and madness and everything in between. I, I'm interested to hear how you pick relaxation as your first, <laughs> knowing where you are. But really, everyone, that is why we also picked the topic of today's episode. It's going to be all about transition. Yes. So normally we have our autumn episode where we're coming back, our back to school program. And uh, now, of course, it's a bit of that and a bit of transition. Yes. So let me start out by sharing the definition of transition. Mm. The process of a period of changing from one state or condition to another. Have you experienced that lately, <laughs> Josephine? Any big changes in my life at mm -hmm. all? Mm -hmm. Yes. So, so I'm finally, I mean, for those that don't know, um, I moved to Mallorca in Spain and uh, I feel like there's so many episodes of this podcast where I've been moving to a yes. new place and mm -hmm. we've been talking through. Mm -hmm. I can see myself sitting in Colombia where we recorded <laughs> one of these episodes. I know exactly where I sat, talked about change and moving and so on. And then similarly in Brighton and well, I mean, now, now I'm here, but New Zealand, not to forget. I mean, you, I think uh, you're one of the few people in this pandemic that not only have moved, but you've also been on how many different continents? Three? Well, so four? three. Oh, so yeah, this three. is my fifth uh, country that yes. I live in since uh, the March, pandemic started. Uh, 2020. <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, I mean, um, I, I've been trying to travel responsibly, but I obviously don't recommend necessarily the kind of um, that lifestyle of, of moving around during a pandemic. But anyways, there's been a long dream for us to end up in Mallorca in Spain, where we got married here seven years ago. And since then, we had eyes on, you know, we want to have our international careers, but we want to land somewhere in Europe. And I've always felt like a Latina at heart. And, you know, I love speaking Spanish and eating tapas. And, you know, that's, that's what you do in Spain. So now we're here. Walking around in fluid dresses. That's your entire, what your entire life will look like from now on. You're just going <laughs> to walk around by the pool in your flowy dresses, eating tapas and looking gorgeous. <laughs> no, but joking aside, the, the truth is really about being closer to nature, of slowing down, of living all of those things that mm. you and I, we talk about a lot mm. in the podcast. And mm. of course, what we also talked about in terms of virtual, the virtual world of work now means that I can continue to do my work virtually while you know, connecting more to nature and be in this beautiful place. So it's, I hope it's going to be the best of two worlds. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't wait to see how your world <laughs> in Mallorca is going to expand. Yeah. So talking about transition, then we want to share a little bit about everything that's been going on, dig a little bit deeper into your Mallorca experience and other transitions that we are experiencing. And also knowing that there's so many out there. And I bet so many of you that are also experiencing some kind of transition right now. And many had sort of expected for things to right now go back to normal. And maybe they have in certain ways, which is a form of transition in itself. Right. Mm -hmm. And others are just finding that, you know, the normal we used to know doesn't exist any longer. So what's the mm -hmm. new normal going to look like? And mm -hmm. I, I just think it's such an exciting period. And I think it's, interesting to know that there's so many different feelings attached to the idea of transition mm. right no that's that's really true and I think that for me I have this idea of transitions always being super exciting mm -hmm. I look forward to them mm -hmm. I seek them and then they are super challenging yeah <laughs> so I think transition can come with a lot of expectation of how things are supposed to be especially if you're someone who look forward to to new things and new adventures and changes and so on but when when you're in it it can be pretty challenging so we'll talk a little bit about you know what we do to try to ground ourselves and stay a little bit sane during transitions and be a little bit extra kind to yourself um, yeah because transitions can be pretty hard yeah exactly so vicky tell me about uh, tell everyone about the transitions you're going through some big transitions at the at this time yeah i think the the biggest transition that is happening right now is that my or our eldest daughter has just left us for college yeah which is you know and everyone kept telling me before like oh that's going to be so hard and I'm like well you know and I hear about all these moms crying and I'm like I'm not gonna you know she's ready and I'm so excited for her and you yeah. know I remember how excited I was then it happened yeah and it was awful mm. and I I'm, I'm sorry to say that also for a little bit of selfish reasons because of course I'm I really, really miss her and I'm, I'm super sad that she's gone, mm. uh, that I can't give her like a physical hug every day, you know, and all of that. 
But interesting enough, one part that sort of I'm I'm so sad about it's it's really this realization that it's the end of an era mm. almost. Yeah. Like now there's only one daughter left home and th- that is still at home. And that's only going to last for less than two years before she's off to college. Yeah. So it's like, oh, but my whole life is about this family constellation with Andreas, myself and our two daughters and living to get like in this house. Yeah. And now it's just like, oh, I don't want that part to end. I love it. Yeah. I love being a mom with kids around at home, right? You know, I, yeah, I can totally see that. And I can totally feel with you that, uh, I mean, I really hate change, actually. <laughs> <laughs> actually, so I can totally see that is, a, that is a really big thing. And yes, you have been really positive around the excitement. Yes. I think when you focus on that, it's fantastic. Yeah, of course, it is a little bit of an end of an era. Yes. And meanwhile, you had a little bit of time to prepare. I'm just recognizing now. So we have, we're very lucky. We have uh, Isabel's best friend, Astrid, is staying here with us as an au pair. Yes. And that came quite quickly. So for her parents, (laughs) I think the moving out of the house happened a little bit more dramatically and more sooner. They were very supportive of, of Astrid coming here. And I think it will be, I hope it will be wonderful for her, but it was a big change happening very quickly. Yes, <laughs> which then again, then means a change for you as well, because now you have an au pair in the family, right? And there's so many changes going on. But one thing talking about change, and that was so wonderful, and that happened in this transformative part of life where we're at right now, is that we finally, finally got our green cards and which meant that we could leave the country (laughs) and go back home to Sweden and visit everyone. It was glorious. You called me. I mean, it it went so quickly. Yes. You said, you know, we got the green cards and then I think less than a week you uh, You know, I can tell you. So we've been waiting like throughout the summer because just for everyone's understanding that we could leave the country, but to be able to come back to the U.S. where we live and have our house, you need to be permanent residents because otherwise you you need to go somewhere and spend two weeks. And it's so messy with the borders right now. So anyway, we haven't been able to go back home. And our idea, our luxury idea of living abroad is that you can still go home a few times per year, right? And yeah. see everyone. And mm. so obviously now that didn't happen. For those of you who have listened for a long time, you know that even... My husband, Andreas, got stuck for five months. Remember, I've already forgotten about that. See, that's a good thing. <laughs> you tend to forget about the, yeah. the bad stuff. Anyway, so basically throughout the summer holiday that I had planned that we were all going to be in Sweden, I checked daily on this link, right, for when if the green card had been accepted. Mm-hmm. Then that one day, ironically, the last day of summer holiday for Philippa, I didn't check. It was Friday. So we get back home Saturday night from a dinner with friends. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to check the mailbox for letters. And it's like, you have been accepted for yes. your green card. Yeah. No, that and was then wonderful. the green cards themselves, they didn't come directly to us. They came to our attorney's office in Miami. So it was like we got the green cards FedEx to us on Tuesday afternoon. We got to like squeeze ourselves. It was the drama in itself to do the PCR COVID test Mm. that we needed. 
on Wednesday, we got the results at two o'clock and then we're sitting in the car driving to the airport, taking a plane back at Wednesday night. So it was really, really tight. And when I say we, it was me and Isabel because for Philippa couldn't go for Andreas stayed at home with Philippa since school just started. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it was the two of us. Yeah. Which, you know, also because she's off to college and everything was also really lovely. Yeah, no, that was that was so nice to meet. And we had so much fun and so <laughs> relaxing. And, and we had intention. Sorry, everyone. We had the intention to podcast. But, yes. you know, the, the days just ran, ran by. And uh, we even managed to get our like Stockholm fix as well with our favorite restaurant and a little bit of a, an out and about as well. <laughs> yes. And so just in, I mean, we went for obvious reasons, we could only go for a week, right? And I actually worked from Sweden. It was amazing out in the countryside, you know, by our parents' house at Lindal. And we had fiber, so it was better internet than uh, sometimes I experience here in Atlanta. It was just amazing. I was sitting with all my clients from all over the world doing coaching and everything right there in mom and dad's little office. It was amazing. But what we didn't do was... And I decided that in advance, we didn't go everywhere here, there to see everyone. We just really spent time with family, which was so nice rather than just trying to do everything. So for everyone that I didn't get to see that happened to listen in, I'm sorry, we're going to come back. (laughs) We'll do it all. And that's going to be lovely. But we did have one night in Stockholm and our hometown and at our favorite restaurant together with our brother. Yes. And it was that great atmosphere of of it felt like normal. It felt like pre-COVID time. It felt like half of Stockholm was, you know, out and about. I think I saw like three influencers <laughs> that I follow on Instagram. Yes. You know, it's kind of the, the semi-famous Stockholmers that all go to this restaurant. And then we even ended up uh, going to a place with the little yellow drinks that you really <laughs> liked. <laughs> they were sort of green, actually. And then I'm just, green. Sorry, that says sorry. it all about what we remember from that <laughs> <night>. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so we ended up going to this new sort of Italian bar slash restaurant. And uh, the bartender was kind enough to create a special drink for me that was green and had ginger and lemon in it. Yes. So the bartender gave you the special little green drinks and and we just kept having more and more. And that was glorious. And we were dancing and it was as as if COVID had never, never happened. It was No, uh, it was amazing. (laughs) This DJ started and I mean, you were dancing with the bartenders, everyone (laughs) very spontaneous. When I come to think of it, very un-Stockholm, right? Because it was like... Yeah, but it was an Italian, it was an Italian place that Patrick, our brother, had found, right? And yeah. we were like, okay. And, and the, the all of the waiters that were working there were Italian. It was someone's birthday. But then a really funny, very typical thing happened. So these, these kind of un-Italian people came, like the only people that came into the bar not smiling... <laughs> You kind of seek that guy out. And I see how you start to have this conversation with him. And he's being a little bit, I don't know if posh is the right word, but Stockholmers can sometimes come off a little bit too cool for school. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. I'm sure he was lovely. Maybe, yeah. Anyways, Mm -hmm. you started talking to him and I could see how all of you, it turns into your mission (laughs) to make this guy having like a wonderful time. You're like, 
pumping energy to this guy. And I stand there and I have this reflection and I'm like, because you really do that. Like, that's a beautiful trait of yours. But also like, you don't know, you just kind of poured energy into this guy and like slowly, slowly, <laughs> slowly he started to warm up. Yeah. Whereas I was just recognizing for myself, I probably would have like, eh, you know, not given that guy a second kind of, and it wasn't like you were flirting or anything with him at all. It no, was really no. just kind of trying to make him happier. He looked miserable. I think he needed a little <laughs> bit of love. If you are stuck up like that, you're obviously something within you is hurting. So I needed to give him like a little love and a little good energy. And yeah, we made so many friends that night. It was a lot <laughs> of fun, right? But I thought, you know, that is, it's a really interesting thing because it's a nice little um, reflection on, on your own personality, right? And, and yeah. here also in, in my personality. But in this summer, we have done a bit of those interesting things. So yes. we've done both. Thanks to you. You came with this idea. Yes. You mm-hmm. have to tell everyone about this because we've it's... done an astrology reading. Yeah. I know that half of the audience will like hang up on the, <laughs> on the podcast now. <laughs> Please keep on listening. We're not crazy, but we did an astrology reading each. Yes. And then, and I'll tell a little bit more about that. But I first thought after that, you then picked up on this wonderful coach that our personal astrologer recommended (laughs) you to go with. And she picked up on that pouring energy into other people, right? What was that reflection? No, no. So, so first of all, it was, which is ironic because I, since I'm a coach myself, an executive coach and a facilitator, I've never had a coach, right? I've, I've, you know, and then you've been more, good with having those. And I used to never did. And I'm like, okay, now I'm, I'm self-sufficient. I don't need it. But then this astrology session kicked off and I thought, well, maybe I should just try it. Right. So I have this, um, amazing woman we've only met once so far and it ended up being an almost two hour session. And in truth, I haven't, you know, really read up on her, but I thought, you know, she was recommended by, as you say, our astrologist, right? So I'm like, (laughs) okay, I'm in safe hands. And she has some kind of, so she does some sort of an executive coaching, but with the touch of some kind of thought leader that is related to body movements, right? Hmm. So that was sort of all I I knew uh, coming into the session. And anyway, it ended up that for like every like, little section I had to start out by holding up my hand in a special way with like my fingers right so I I can't really describe it and it was really like okay so she did it and then I needed to copy the movement and then she goes hmm hmm and then at that point you were thinking what I'm thinking let's just see what the (laughs) world but there's like this right and she'll look at your hand and she goes what happened your 14th year? <laughs> you go, oh, okay, right? And I tried to sort of ask her, like, what did I do with my fingers that made you think of my 14th year? But yeah. I, so to, to, I don't know, I need to. So all this Maybe little, just be with that. Maybe that's, yeah, that's what I thought. Because, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm just going to be part of the process. I'll do whatever she tells me. And um, then we'll just, you know, keep on talking. And mm. we ended up having this most, amazing conversation right Mm. so going back to to the event in the bar which is not unusual for me i i tend to do this everywhere i go i have these most amazing conversations with lots of of different people but i 
you know, people say that, you know, the hairdressers are the psychologists, right? And they listen to everyone's stories. When I go to the hairdresser, I get to hear the hairdresser story, right? Like it's... And what you do, (laughs) which is so wonderful, is that you make it your personal mission to pick them up and feel better. You know, that's that's the energy that you come in with, right? Yeah, I I think so. And I, I, I don't know. I don't really do it intentionally or maybe I do. And sometimes it backfired. So typically like, the same goes for when I'm in an Uber. I always get to hear the Uber driver's story. And it's amazing. It's almost like I want to write a book about all these amazing life stories of Uber drivers because mm. there's so many out there. But one time I remember I, I was just listening, you know, asking a few questions. And this Uber driver told me his entire life story, which ended up being quite a dramatic story. And he had been in prison and a I used like for financial fraud and it's like all this stuff. And I used to have a feeling that he'd never really told anyone, right? Yeah, so yeah. anyway, I, I get off the car and it's like catching himself. And he's realizing that he's told me all these like super, and I wasn't nosy. I was just there listening, right? Yeah. And then he looks at me. He's like, who are you, by the way? Are you a witch? Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? Like, so, <laughs> right? That That's it. And so that would be typically me. I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll pick up someone who might not necessarily even be friendly. And I, I'll think that probably they're not very friendly for a reason. And I want them to feel really, really good. So I, I pour love over them. Just to your point, like what most people probably would say, like, oh, they're just stuck up. And I'll, I'll try to sort of just be there and make it my little mission to make them feel happy. And yeah. so going to now sitting with this coach and she's just, because as, as you know, and everyone who's listening, you know, I, I'm a strong person. And mm-hmm. I guess that, and that was her sort of analysis that all of this strength comes with this idea that I just really overcompensate by not wanting to take up too much space mm. because that would feel awful. I tend to do this all the time, mm. right? So this was sort of the learning and talking about being in transition, right? Mm. I, I really have reflected on this, kicked off by this astrology session. We have to talk more yeah, about that. Yeah. We have to tell everyone because I'm, I'm sure everyone want to hear. But it, it kicked off this really reflective period talking about being in transition. Mm. I think also in combination with my daughter, our daughter going away and we're sort of, we're in transition as a family, right? And then also looking inwards and say like, hmm, how do I want to use all that energy that I have? And it's lovely to give to all these people. And I want to continue to do that. But maybe sometimes, here's the coach talking to, (laughs) give some of that energy back into me, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Now I'm I'm really happy for you that you're trying out one of these uh, coaches. And I think that's that's something for, you know, I, as you said, I kind of like to do that. And I like to have that reflective practice, essentially. So can you please hold up your hand now? And <laughs> can you see how I'm circling my hand? No, it's that's my not seventh to do. year. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, I'm sort of wrong. Um, but yeah, so maybe some, you know, there's so many options like this um, now to do. And yeah, I think you got a package, right? You'll have a few yes, more, more yes. sessions. I'll, I'll keep you posted. You. What's going to happen? Yeah, yes. I really love to hear that. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. So, but Josephine, why yes. don't about the astrology? Yes, session? yes, yes. Tell us. Yes. Like, what, okay. yes. how did we end up there? <laughs> <laughs> how we ended up there? I'm not really sure. Um, I think I was seeking for meaning. <laughs> yeah, as you said when you're when you're. <laughs> no, but it it was part of it was actually part of my my yearly reflection of wanting to let the magic in, mm-hmm. which has been one of my mantras and on my vision board. So I contacted this astrologer that I found through a famous astrologer, um, Deborah Silverman, and then she recommended our astrologer Hokalani, mm-hmm. um, that we connected with. And what we did was first that she you... was mine, but then everyone else wanted the one that I got. Just to clarify, <laughs> so based on Victoria's birth date, uh, Deborah recommended Hokalani for Victoria. Yes, and given my personality and my way of second guessing thing, I didn't feel like the one that I got was you know from the picture and from the description clicked with me in the same way that Hokulani did. Yeah. So I decided to also get a session with Hokulani. And mm-hmm. what you do then is that you send your birth date and also they, they would like you to give you the exact timing of when you were born as well. Mm-hmm. And based on that, they do a calculation, which, you know, you could do online yourself even, where it shows where all of your stars, how they were aligned in the sky when, when you were born. And then the session 
for us. And I think it was similar for you. And I overheard a little bit on my mom's because then mom ended yeah. up doing mm-hmm. it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they start with going through, you know, a number of years that potentially would have been significant yeah. for you or years of big transition. And for you, right, the first years you picked up was the year Isabel was, or one yes. of the years was yeah. the year that the you first became year, yeah. a mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so quite interesting like that. And then talking through more or less your main characteristics or mm-hmm. your main personality traits. And then towards the end of the session, leaning in more towards big changes that might be happening or the life lessons that you might be here to, to experience rather. And, you know, I thought it was fantastic. I mean, of course, you have to be open to it and yeah. you have to see. Um, but for me, and, you know, we could take everything with a with a pinch of salt, obviously, and especially with astrology, and, and we all have different feelings about it. But for someone who didn't know me mm-hmm. uh, or never met me, to immediately boil down one of my core dilemmas. So she talked about how I'm this curious person who wants mm-hmm. adventure and travel and being abroad mm. and how that is in conflict with my other personality of wanting security, safety and and home. Yeah. So that was our first and kind of biggest theme that ran through across my my chart. And it was it was beautiful because it was also this reflection on it's okay to have both. Yeah. And it's okay to live you have to accept that you have both of those traits and just being reminded that you have to accept that because I always feel that pull and um, push and pull being abroad wanting to move to Mallorca thinking what am I doing here I just want to stay home you know that kind of feeling and she just explained that to me the first five minutes of conversation yes so that is a bit magical Uh, and and that is just so amazing Mm. yes and I I love that the the idea of that you can crave the transition and also at the same time really really that can make you feel quite uncomfortable yeah so it, it nails kind of the or boils down with the topic of today really mm-hmm. as well yeah it's showing that that dilemma and uh, and you had a really beautiful session with with her as well yeah it was amazing so those of you not so much into astrology. I mean, everyone will probably know that we have a star sign, right? And and usually that's the star sign of what you look into. But what's interesting is that you have your, your star sign, but then you have your like sun sign, like you have several signs mm. and how they combine together. And it just gave such a bigger, wider picture. And I agree, it was amazing. And it was really that session that, and all the, <laughs> these people are, Golani and Joseph, they all asked, so how come you made the decision to show up today? Mm-hmm. And every, well, it's my sister really <laughs> that triggered this. No independent view. Uh-huh. But it, so, you know, it wasn't that I really sought out it, but whilst I was there, it was just so nice to have, you know, a space in a room out of the ordinary. Yeah. Where, and, and, and I think that's, the challenge for me, why I really also didn't ever get an executive coach because I'm an executive coach myself and I will sit and second guess like, okay, now here's this question going to come uh-huh. and this is going to happen. Uh-huh. Right? So it's so good to do something where, where people bring up their hands and do something weird with them or they tell you something different. about your stars. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which to me, rather than being then 
skeptic, like I could imagine others mm-hmm. would probably be. It just gives me an, an opportunity to just land into that space and let's just experience this and see what's going to happen. Yeah. And I mean, it's very different from, I mean, it's not fortune telling. It's not, you know, oh, this is right or this is wrong necessarily. Even though, of course, she did talk about big trades mm-hmm. that really kind of mm-hmm. resonated with me. She mm-hmm. says next year is a year of big change. So there are things like that. Yeah. But I would also say that it's a little bit of a, of a therapy session yes. in the good way of <laughs> yeah. it, in the sense that you get a chance to talk a lot, to hear a lot, to be validated in some of the things that you're feeling or that you are experiencing. And the methodology that they use are, are the stars. I mean, that's, that's yeah. how I would yeah. say. It's not yeah. so much like this is exactly how your life is panning out, but rather they're using the stars to ask questions and to guide you into yourself. And truthfully, it felt so spot on. Yeah. I, I, it really did help me to get even more insights. And it put me into a very reflective mode. And I'm just thinking, connecting it back to transition, that sometimes we're in this part where we don't really know how to relate to it. It's It's new, it's awkward, it's different. But to just be in the moment... And to experience it mm. can really lead to great things rather than like, oh, this is weird and awkward. Like, what is happening here? What's going on? And take some time to to listen and tune in. And I've started to do an... Ex- Sorry, no, but just to add on that and self-acceptance, yes. I think. Because it really sees, you know, you are going through this right now. Yes. You don't have to change that. You can sit with it and you can live that. And that is your truth. And then you can move with it yes, <laughs> through it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that actually leads to something I've started to ask many of my participants in my workshops, because, you know, in, in former life, when workshops were all done in person and, you, you know, you'd travel to a place or at least you'd enter the conference room and you had a little bit of a time to transition into, okay, I'm going to be in this leadership mm. workshop. Mm. Now, today, people, they get on the Zoom link. So, very often they were just in some other meeting and like in a matter of seconds, they've transported themselves into this completely new environment, right? Mm. And so I'm actually doing my best to give my my participants a little bit more space to get into like, okay, where are we right now, right? Mm. Before we kick off and and get started. Mm. And one thing that I've started to do is to ask participants, what are three feelings? that you've experienced in the past hour. Mm -hmm. And I said, if it's only like stress or tired or whatever, you can go back 24 hours if you can't like, Mm -hmm. but but three different feelings and they can be good and bad. And then I ask everyone to sort of put it in the chat. And it's very, very interesting because first of all, I rarely see someone just putting three happy feelings. Mm. It's very often one happy and and two sort of stressed or anxiety, like Mm -hmm. a lot of that, it is actually going on. Mm. But to your point, just acknowledge that, oh, I've had all these feelings, like, and and they're here and just take a moment and listen inward. And I think that in transition is also so important. Yeah. We might not be able to fix everything right now, but okay, this is where I've been. Yeah. And this is where I am right now. Yeah. And then the next question I ask is, all right, so so set your intention. Like mm-hmm. now that you're here, okay, you've had all these feelings. 
how are you going to show up for today? Like now you are here in the Zoom room with me for 90 minutes or a day or whatever it is. What are you going to give yourself? And it's just interesting that moment of self-reflection. And I'm thinking when we are in transition, if that is you're new at work or something is happening or just for a new day, just like, hey, how do I want to show up today? Yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, I do something similar mm -hmm. with um, my program that I work with, Peace on Purpose, where we're training UN staff in mindfulness. And we do a three breath practice. And actually, I can explain it. And if you follow along, one, one can also do it. But mm -hmm. it's really, you can start any moment or any meeting of the day and you just, you know, you sit down, you take a comfortable breath. Perhaps you close your eyes or you just soften your grip, your <laughs> soften your gaze. So then just breathing and then just notice the breath in your body as it travels in through your nose and then you're exhaling. And then on your second breath, you breathe in and you just notice your body. You notice how you're sitting against the chair, perhaps your feet against the floor. And then exhaling. And then on your third inhalation, you set an intention for for moving on. So do you want to be present for the rest of this meeting, the rest of this podcast or whatever you're transitioning to? Give that your full attention. And then exhaling. And then just gently coming back to the room, opening your eyes. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> so that's also something, just a reminder to take those three breaths as you change or as you do something new. Yeah. And I, and I think that's, again, to the point in transition, I think the entire world, we've been in transition since January or March or 2020, right? And mm. it can be a long stretched out period, but it's also those small little transitions that we do every day and maybe is to acknowledge them a little bit more. Giving them the time. Mm. and letting things be and, and settle. And that's really a reminder to, to myself. Because I think when you're in transition, you're, it's a very fluid state and you're expecting that you're kind of going to end up in the new spot, you yeah. know, where it starts. Yeah. yeah. But it doesn't, right? It's no, just, life is it's a continuous journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just kind of, uh, yeah, riding the wave a little bit. I'm reminding myself. Yes, exactly. I was going to ask you now. So what are you going to do to embrace this transition that you're in right now then? Well, so I mean, to kind of to explain to the listeners, there's two things going on. And, and I guess that's related to my star sign, as I just said. But, you know, it's it's this feeling of loving everything and being so excited. And I'm I'm exactly where I want to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then there's just so much unsettlement. And of course, there's the kids and schools and moving. And, and we know that moving is something that is just really challenging. Mm. But I think it's, I could say the usual things, which I do, which is about getting some routines and doing my exercise and trying to maybe get a breathing practice in and so on. Um, but then I think the other part really is just what we've talked about today, which is letting it be a little bit okay. Yeah. And just remembering that this is a journey and yeah. I don't have to fix it. Actually, that's what my astrology said as well. Uh -huh. The urge to constantly fix things and wanting it to be a certain way 
and rather just have a little bit more trust, a little bit more trust in, you know, that universe has your back and you don't yeah. have to fix everything. And that's quite nice because obviously when you're moving and when you like me now moving to a new country and everything is new, there's so many decisions and so many mm. small things. And you feel like, for example, with Raphael's school, I've been feeling so like, is this the right school for him? It feels so big. Yeah. But perhaps I should just trust the universe a little bit. Yeah. But... <laughs> and all these beautiful Mallorcan parents that oh, you've yes, seen. Oh, yes. All the parents <laughs> of my, in my school, uh, they're all looking so lovely and fancy and beautiful. I had to put on a really nice summer dress this morning because I felt... You, you know, I do could... look beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. But I needed to like... Not step up a level, but still, you know, be on my upper level. Yeah, of... <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, no, the parents seem really lovely and really friendly and beautiful. Oh, that <laughs> see, you know, that says it all. You are in the right place. You are oh. exactly where you should be, and that's amazing. <laughs> I think we should post some pictures from your beautiful Mallorca wedding uh, on Instagram, so mm. the listeners can see. How this dream really started. So you meant on oh, the parents. And I was going to s- sneak up and take yeah. pictures of <laughs> yeah, the parents. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. I think this is a good time to wrap it up, to wish everyone uh, good luck in the transitions that you're all in. Take a moment to, to reflect on the transitions that are going on. I, I think even that is acknowledge that they're there. Maybe we don't even think of them so much, but... I bet all of us have different transitions and it's happening right now. Yeah. So maybe reflect like what are you going through right now and how can you just be a bit extra kind to yourself during yeah. that time? Yeah. And then again, sorry that it took us so long. We have really relaxed and benefit from this time. And what we're going to do now is that we're wanting to release a podcast episode per month. Yes. So that's what we're going to do. And we're going to give these a little bit longer, perhaps, versions than we normally do so that we in this one monthly podcast really can share as much as we possibly can with you. And go deeper into some of our favorite topics. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And if you do like this, please share this podcast with someone else, maybe someone going through a transition Uh, that you think would get a good energy uh, boost by just taking some time off and reflect on those things. Yes. And like us on Instagram, follow us on LinkedIn, and uh, we'll see you before we know it again. (laughs) Have a lovely transition, everyone. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Ciao. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 